During this pandemic, have you ever tested positive for COVID? I have. I would like to share with you how that felt. Two weeks ago, in order to lead a retreat, I had to take a COVID test. As I expected, the PCR result was negative. But a second test, a home test kit, came back positive. What did this mean? What to do? What to think? How to feel? My egocentric mind kept saying, "It can't be me." I have since learned that home test kits are not always reliable, but psychologically, it was stressful for me to be perceived as a potential COVID carrier. I finally got a definitive negative result from the county health department, but the four days of ambiguity and concern. Were awfully disconcerting. During this time of uncertainty, I noticed the disturbing thoughts and concepts I was harboring in my mind. I have been super careful throughout the pandemic. I have not traveled anywhere, and I hardly even go to grocery stores. I am vaccinated. Live in a vaccinated community. Maintain appropriate social distance, and I wear a mask indoors around other people. How can I be COVID positive? This must be a mistake. My inner voice kept saying, "This can't be me." This inner chatter was incessant. If I'm a real COVID carrier, I thought this will create complications. Worry and inconvenience for so many people. At the same time, I felt wrongly accused. As these thoughts came up, I found myself feeling queasy and ill. So I tried to guide my mind. Wang Gong, it's time to jump into Il Wan Sang, the original state of mind prior. To this disturbing drama, let me model myself wholeheartedly on the way of heaven and earth, that is free from thought, harboring no concept or sign. Finally, when a fifth test came back from the health department as negative, I felt very relieved. I felt even more relieved when one of the healthcare workers assured me that their test is reliable, and I definitely did not have COVID. My inner voice said again, "That's right. It shouldn't be me with who has COVID, but it could have been me." This got me to thinking about people. Whose positive test results actually are positive. 
I felt more understanding and compassion for the social pressure, judgment, and stigma they must experience. When we share similar experiences of suffering, compassion arises. Without suffering, no compassion. Without suffering, no compassion. Our compassionate hearts awaken through hardships and challenges. My heart goes out to those who are suffering with this virus and to their families and friends. Those of us who have escaped COVID until now can only imagine how challenging it can be on all levels, physically, psychologically, and emotionally, to live or die with this illness. Labels. Once a practitioner shared that she had a runny nose during meditation, I asked her to stay home and join us online. Now I see how much that could have hurt her feelings. I did not kindly ask if she had an allergy or some other issue. I just assumed that she might bring infection to our temple community. It is so easy for us to hurt others by quickly jumping to labels and rash judgment. And it is easy to victimize one another. Compassion practice. Compassion is a genuine sympathy and concern for the suffering and misfortunes of others. As the Egyptian educator Yasmin Magahed said, Compassion is to look beyond your own pain, to see the pain of others. Deep in our hearts, we know that compassion is an expression of our pristine nature. It is essential to the Bodhisattva's vow to relieve the suffering of all beings. The Heart Sutra refers to the Bodhisattva of Great Compassion. This Bodhisattva is often depicted as one who hears the cries of the world. It is said that the loving tears of the Bodhisattva can feel oceans. We are all born with a heart of compassion, but our compassion is hindered when we label and judge ourselves and others. Why do we label and judge? Because of fear, anxiety, and insecurity to defend and protect our sense of self. So our aspiration in practice is to melt away fear and anxiety through the warm light of compassion from within. The founding teacher said, The great loving kindness and compassion of the Buddha radiates more warmth and brightness 
than the sun. Where this loving kindness and compassion reach, the ignorant minds of sentient beings melt away into the mind of wisdom. Their minds of cruelty melt away into the mind of loving kindness. The mind of greed melts away into the mind of generosity. And the discriminative mind of the four signs melts away into the all-encompassing mind. Then, what are these four signs of the discriminative mind? They are the four false notions that come from distorting thinking. One. The sign of self. This sign arises when we interpret the world through the lens of ego and the idea of a self. Two, the sign of humans. This sign arises when we feel that humans have the right to do anything for themselves. This. Anthropocentric thinking can be misleading and harmful. Three, the sign of sentient beings. This sign arises when we doubt the Buddha nature in ourselves, doubting that we can be Buddha-like, and give up trying. Four, the sign of superiority or seniority. This sign arises when we attach to the idea of being better, more knowledgeable, wiser, older, or more experienced than others. These signs of discrimination have been conditioned and acquired from society, and they can manifest as labels and judgments, blocking our hearts of compassion. Our founding teacher reminds us that Buddha's compassion melts away the thick layers and layers of these false notions. In my understanding and practice of One Buddhism, there are two ways to cultivate compassion. One, returning to our original true nature, the realm of. Il Wan Sang, where there is no judgment, nothing to judge, and no one to blame. Two, seeking grace from harm. Seeking grace from harm during that stressful week when I was regarded as a potential COVID carrier, I tried to focus and count my blessings. Blessing one. I led an in-person retreat via Zoom because of the contradictory test results. My energy level was great, and the retreat participants could feel my vibrant spirit through cyberspace. It is truly reassuring and gratifying that spiritual energy can transcend physical space, just like now. I'm grateful. 
to have become more understanding and compassionate about the psychological distress that so many are experiencing because of this pandemic. I am grateful to be alerted to the danger and the unfairness of too quickly labeling and judging others. Like it or not, COVID is with us, teaching us to become resilient, patient, compassionate, and kind. Recent events offered me opportunities to let go of plans and expectations and to accept the unexpected with a discernment, equanimity, and compassion. There has never been a better time to practice compassion than during the seemingly unending global pandemic. Compassion is the most immediate and valuable gift we can offer humanity now. So here is our prayer as a community. May we all be happy. May we all be well. May all be healed. May all beings be happy and be well.